This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. As always, I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. So we'll be talking about the biggest scam of your life. So let's get into it. The education system. So 100 years ago, in the early 1900s, they had a problem. The problem was they had a lack of workers. They lacked basic education, and they weren't used to sitting, doing the same thing for hours every single day. And this all started with John D. Rockefeller, the richest man in history. He built his fortune on workers on assembly lines. And he needed more drones because he founded a lot of oil refineries that made him filthy rich. And of course, he had an oil monopoly on his hands. So to fix his problem, he invested $30 million in today's money into the General Education Board, which opened up hundreds of schools. And he didn't do this as a charity. Yes, he did educate Americans, but hear this quote from his organization's dream for rural Americans. And you'll see his true intentions. So I quote, In our dream, we have limitless resources and the people yield themselves for perfect docility to our morning hand. We shall not try to make these people or any of their children into philosophers or men of learning or of science. We shall not search for embryo great artists painters, musicians, nor lawyers, doctors, preachers, politicians, statesmen. For the task that we set before ourselves is a very simple as well as a very beautiful one. To train these people as we find them for a perfectly ideal life just where they are. End quote. And with that quote, you can see what his true intentions truly were. They wanted rural Americans as sheep. Rockefeller and his sons spent $80 on this sinister dream to come true. So this general method originated in the Parisian system of the mid-1800s. Around 50 years before, the rest of the West fully adopted it. You see, they figured out that a score to train factory workers should resemble a factory, or more specifically, a production line. On the surface, this means that the long and growing hours would be the same as well as the rigid structure being born into the system, people would slowly mold to authority. The school bell in this world and partitioning time into work periods was directly based on the factory whistle, but the most impactful decision was treating the children like products on a factory line. As well, each year of their lives and hours as well was partitioned into grades of study with strict exams and requirements before the next stage. And this was the template that America and the rest of the world adopted in large parts thanks to the Rockefellers and their greed for more. Another person, Andrew Carnegie, another industrial tycoon, also got involved as he sets up a system for college professors to get given a pension using $10 million of his own money, which sounds great, but there was a catch. 
This meant full-time four-year courses and an additional four years of full-time school was an entry requirement. And he did this by inventing a unicorn, a course credits, one course credit was equal to 120 hours of lessons and study. And the colleges that he gave money to were required to ask applicants for 14 of these course credits equaling four full years and these colleges needed his money. And to be fair, this was kind of a necessary change as it guaranteed at least some level of of equality across education. But it also gave Andrew Carnegie and his foundation immense power over the education system. Almost all of the college relied on him. This had the power to influence all other universities as well. And so with one check, Andrew Carnegie changed the entire system from the top down, but he wasn't finished with the education system. Carnegie saw industry in his fortune resting with three pillars, income, labor, and ability he had almost unlimited supply of wealth and workers he just needed to get them educated enough to work in a factory. So while he funded hundreds and thousands in libraries and improved education for millions, it wasn't really all just for a noble cause like the Rockefellers. He wanted workers, not thinkers. He even tried to simplify language itself to reach the score in 1906, Carnegie's spearheaded the creation of the simplified spelling for they pushed for the changing of over 300 words into simplified versions. Some of these changes included address to addressed, though to though, and surprise to surprise. The reception was lukewarm, at best even, though some of the changes made sense, people found it both funny and annoying that Carnegie thought he could just changed the entire English language with a few donations. It only got worse when Carnegie convinced Teddy Roosevelt, the president at the time, to sign an executive order enshrining these new spellings just one month later. The people were merciless in their mockery with one newspaper even running a headline, Nothing Escapes Mr. Rogue, about they ordered the simplified spelling force changes from scrapped shortly after but. This wildly out-of-touch project failed. The majority of Carnegie's wishes for the education system were carried out to the letter, but its most enduring change was the credit system. And as the reason we lock kids into classrooms for eight hours every single day, it doesn't matter if kids aren't actually benefiting from countless hours trapped in stuffy classrooms. The negative health effects of sitting in one place all day is enough to justify chains not even considering how much a stifles the natural development scores are almost in many prisons. But this kind of artificial pressure is particularly toxic to men, as is the vast majority of the current education system. Because instead of learning how to harness and control your natural aggression and testosterone, young boys are then shamed and forced to Conform to a generally feminine environment and any fighting, any creativity, any passion is punished. Harshly, even self-defense isn't allowed. You are taught to flee to adults instead of fighting back for yourself, making millions and millions of children just weaker generally. Not to mention, women make up 84% of primary teachers in the U.S. and Western Europe, so lots of these boys at school never really have a male role model in their formative years. 
which is one of the key reasons why women do generally better at school, which is crazy because even with everything we've learned about children and their well-being, everything we've learned about mental health, everything we know about how the school system fails young children, the system is still exactly the same 100 years later. And the people in power who could change it don't want to. They like the system because it keeps people within the rigid social order, stifling them of any opportunity for awkward movement, while also demasculating young men, reducing the creative spirit and crushing it into the ground, making everyone weak, submissive truths, and that's why the state will continue to underfund it and neglect it in your country because it still does the job that it was intended for creating doctile workers, not entrepreneurs, not thinkers, not philosophers, not dreamers. They want obedient workers. And this is what the school system creates. Employees. And this leads to the next scam. So once you go through the scam of the education system, you go to the next scam of the rat race. The rat race in itself is one of the most toxic scams that I'm going to talk about. In this list, now you often hear the term the rat race being used to sell shady products or multi-level marketing scheme and there are of course a lot of jobs out there that give people a lot of purpose and contentment however the rat race that i'm talking about is the rat race shared by almost everyone in society i'm talking about the rat race that gives your life without freedom where your time is sold for nothing where you have just enough to survive the next day in the office having as much coffee as humanly possible to fix widgets on one course Slaving away like a human robot until the weekend. As the weekend comes, in which you can burn whatever money you have left on drugs, alcohol, and you live like this because what you do provides no meaningful value. And because of this, you were never actually paid anything that gives you freedom. And without any freedom, you were then stuck, always stuck with burdens, with debts, with loans, with mortgages. And because of this, you can never escape. You're always in debt to someone, and because you have no money, you're always forced to go back for that weekly paycheck. And it's in this moment that you become part of someone else's agenda with your survival, depending on someone above you. Someone who sees you as just a statistic. Corporations that have mass more power than countries while you yourself have no power. Where your subconscious outrage and despair of the world around you is buried under an avalanche of cultural drivel living in a pod, in a soul-destroying, alienating, unaffordable, decadent, deteriorating city. However, on the surface of all of this, you are then told that this is actually normal. That waking up, driving to the office, doing nothing at work, hiding away in the bathroom to get away from the boss, and coming home completely drained to a wife who never actually loves you is somehow actually normal. It's normal for you to be depressed. It's normal for you to be in debt. It's normal to never have any freedom. It's normal to hate your life. It's no more to have a lifestyle of not knowing your neighbors and community, a lifestyle of five-lane traffic to work, and lifestyle of your partner cheating on you, a lifestyle of laziness and despair. Somehow, this is promoted as normal that it's good to have a job 
and live in the massive city that you're actually a productive member of society, even though your soul knows this is all BS. Your life, tastes, passions have all been murdered by toxic education system, media, and corporations to be in their interests and not yours. And the only thing keeping you going in the rat race is the cheese. And the cheese is the material wealth and objects because as you live in a society that prioritizes material wealth over everything else. This is all you live for. And the problem here isn't money. It isn't the objects themselves. But the exceptions that are raised in the hearts and minds of millions of people leading to your belief that possessions of certain things will actually bring you happiness. They're finally getting the money to go on that big holiday will finally give you life satisfaction. If you get a nice car on finance, you'll finally be happy. Because our media, our influencers, our role models view this mentality and the result is society that fetishizes objects, placing them above the inner worth of you as an individual and because of this individual in the rat race is then treated like a meaningless autistic and this lack of inner worth lets you submit to people above you unless you be treated like trash while the objects that will give you happiness remain elusive always never realizing that your imagination and inner wealth holds far more value than any material possession ever could and the result of all of this is a society of automized individuals addicted to opioids and living in nihilistic hopelessness. And this lack of purpose that comes from the rat race isn't only personal, but is actually manifesting into civilizational malaise leading to the self-destruction of our culture and society. And when you understand all of this, is it really any surprise that our current culture is just a surpipe of obscene tawdry heterism? Where when you realize that this is also restricting your freedom. That's why I started this podcast. To change your mindset. To change your life. Because clearly we are brainwashed. We are fed into these scams from the beginning of our lives. And hopefully going into detail with these scams, you understand this is why majority of people hate their lives. We have all been brainwashed. And this is why I do this podcast. To help every single person to change their mindset. That's the only way you're going to change your life. Unless you're okay being in the rat race, being brainwashed, working your rest of your life till you die. If you're okay with that, well that's up to you. That's your decision. Majority of people don't want this. Stop doing what everyone else is doing. Stop thinking like everybody else. Stop being a sheep and stop being brainwashed. Think like the rich. Because clearly the rich are there for a reason. They're not in the system. And I always preach, be the best version of yourself. Physically, mentally, financially. Because those three will get you out the rat race. Will change your life. I promise you. Keep striving to be the best version of yourself. It's going to take time. But you can do it. The odds are against you. But you can overcome those odds. One step at a time. And don't ever blame other people for your situation where you're at in life. 
You control your life. You control your destiny. You control the outcome. It's up to you. If you want a better life, go out and get it. Get what you deserve. I really hope this podcast wakes a lot of people up and they understand that everything you taught is a lie. You have been fed into the system. You have been scammed your whole life. And it's time for you to do something about it. And I hope all these podcasts I do helps you change your mindset for you can have a better life. Because like I always say, I do this because I want a better society. Because the way we're heading now is catastrophic. And I hope this podcast was an eye-opener for you. So I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Take your time out of your busy day. And hopefully change your mindset. I want to thank Patreon member Blade262 for supporting the podcast financially. It does help. I appreciate it very much. If you'd like to be a Patreon member, I appreciate it. The link will be in the description below. And I thank you if you do. If this podcast episode was eye-opening, hopefully woke you up, please share this with other people to help them. Because we got to change one listener's mindset at a time. So if it did help you, Please subscribe, please share, it does help the podcast, and I truly appreciate it. So thank you guys again, I wish you the best, and as I always say, change your mindset to change your life. Thank you again, take care, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.